the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they're raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of, uh, of women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> welcome to up the creek hey guys welcome back to the show uh before i get started today do me a favor pause this episode uh go rate review subscribe do whatever you can do uh tell your friends tell your family tell everybody help help spread the word we'd like to like to get more people knowing about up the creek uh also if you uh, we'd appreciate your guys's feedback uh so uh, head on over to your email if you'd like, email us at utcpodcast.com. Sorry, email us at utcpodcast at gmail.com. Um, again, that is utcpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, give us your feedback. We'd like to know what you guys think about the show. If there's something you think we can improve on uh, doing the show, do you guys want more episodes? Do you guys want less episodes? Um, you know, honest feedback, uh, you can call us names and stuff too if you'd like, doesn't really bother us, doesn't hurt our feelings or anything like that. Uh, so, anywho, um, and on to the meat potatoes of the show. So, uh, today's episode's just me, it's gonna be one of those quick ones, uh, me and Wade's had some scheduling conflicts as of lately, so I wanted to jump on here and give you little guys a little something-something. So, want a couple, talk about a couple things today, like I said, it's not gonna be a full-blown episode, just gonna be a short one, but... Uh, Wade actually found this, and we'll probably end up talking about it more on the on a full-fledged episode, the next one. But, first thing, math is now racist, and I am not lying. Um, if you go to equitablemath.com.org, equitablemath.org, sorry, you will find a curriculum, a full-fledged curriculum for teachers about how math is racist. And when you go to equitablemath.com, the first thing that pops up is a pathway to equitable math instruction, resources and guidance to support black, Latinx, and multilingual students to thrive in grades six through eight. I can't make this shit up, guys. Uh, I went to it, read through a little bit of the curriculum, uh, took a couple screenshots of stuff, a couple things I want to talk about. Um, the first one, it, they, different strides, I'm guessing like different sections of this uh of this curriculum, but stride one says, a pathway to equitable math instruction, dismantling racism in mathematics instruction, exercise for educators to reflect on their own ba own biases to transform their instructional practice. So basically, everything you know is racist. If you're a white person, you're racist. Everything is racist. Uh, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Anyway. <clears throat> Uh, one thing they have in here that I found was, how can I facilitate deeper understanding? The focus is on getting the right answer. So now, regular math, 2 plus 2 equals 4, 1 plus 1 equals 2, um, go on and on and on, algebra, trigonometry, calculus, uh, any, any kind of math. 
You know, there's always a right answer and there's always a wrong answer. That's the good thing about math. It's it's pretty black and white. Right and wrong, yes and no, uh, but not anymore. Not anymore. So in here it says, white supremacy culture shows up in the math classroom when the focus is on getting the right answer. So if you get the right answer, you are, that is white supremacy. That is the white man's fault. Because some some dude over here got the wrong answer, some little kid over here got the wrong answer, but this other little kid, he got the right answer, and that is a white supremacist fault. So the concept of mathematics being purely objective is unequivocally false, and teaching it is even less so. Upholding the idea that there are always right and wrong answers perpetuate objectivity as well as fear of open conflict. Hmm. Okay. Instead, choose problems that have complex, competing, or multiple answers. What in the hell? What math problem has multiple answers? This is just unreal. I, I, I can't make this stuff up, guys. Letter to the reader. This is uh, kind of in the very beginning of one of these strides. And it says, This workbook provides teachers an opportunity to examine their actions, beliefs, and values around teaching mathematics. I'm sorry, there are no beliefs and values around teaching mathematics. Like I said a second ago, math is right, math is wrong, math is yes, math is no. There's, math is not a spectrum. Because science also is racist now, too. That, that was a thing in the recent news. Anyway, the framework for deconstructing racism in mathematics offers essential characteristics of anti-racist math educators and critical approaches to dismantling white supremacy in math classrooms by visualizing the toxic characteristics of white supremacy culture. With respect to math, uh, do, building on the framework, teachers engage with critical praxis in order to shift their instructional beliefs and practices toward anti-racist math education. By centering anti-racism, we model how to be anti-racist math educators with accountability. Considerations for use. While primarily for math educators, this text advocates for a collective approach to dismantling white supremacy. The school-wide approach ensures the anti-racist work is not left alone to the individual, but to enlist the support and voice of all stakeholders in the school ecosystem. Teachers should use this workbook to self-reflect on individual practices in the classroom and identify next steps in their anti-racist journey as a math educator. Leaders and coaches use the framework during observations and walkthroughs, annotating the behaviors and providing targeted feedback. Administrators should examine programs and policies and how white supremacy impacts students' outcomes, example tracking, course selection, intervention rosters. In addition, they can hold teachers accountable for completing the activities in this workbook. Uh, that's it. I mean, guys, basically, little white kid... And little, per, little 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 kid of color in the classroom. What's two plus two? White kid says four. Black kid says five. Well, the black kid's not wrong. We are celebrating wrong answers. What is that teaching any kid that it's okay to get the wrong answer and it's okay to not be right? But by not being right and getting the wrong answer, you are still right. That is not. We're not creating a population of smart children we're not teaching our children properly when we have when we have convoluted something as simple and as black and white as and, and i'm sorry i do not mean that in a racist way because oh god said black and white <clears throat> but as something as simple and as black and white as 
as math. We've now convoluted it. We've brought race into the picture, and it's a white supremacist's fault, which is the white person, um, that that math is racist. This is just mind-boggling to me. And I, I have a theory behind this. And it's almost like, you know, Democrats are really, really, really good at basically telling black people, well, sorry, just people of color, uh, what what is best for them. To, hey, hey, you know, shh, shh, shh be, be quiet, be quiet, uh, black guy, black kid. We know what's best for you. No, no, we got this, we got this. No, shh, shh, shh. you just be quiet. We'll, we'll, we'll do all the hard work. We, we, we know what's best for you. Oh, no, Indi- Indian man, shh, shh, don't, don't say nothing. Don't they say nothing. We know what's best for you. White liberal, it, white liberalism is a fucking cancer. And it is, it is, it is terrible because that in and of itself, what I just said, is racist. I'm sorry, black people, you do your own thing. I will never, ever tell you I know what's best for you. But we see that all day long in the white liberal world. You know, my theory behind this is, is we're, we're, trying, we're trying to raise dumb kids. Hey, you don't know any better. And at the point where they are not going to know any better, oh, here's some free money. Here you go. Here you go. Um, you know, well, we know it's better. Vote for us. Remember, vote for us. Well, look what we did for you. Here's some more free money. Here you go. Here you go. It, it, the only and the only reason why they do this is because they want the minority vote. Um, eventually, black people are going to be dropped off because the, uh, I guess the Mexican minority population will be big enough that uh, black people really won't matter anymore. So you watch here, and you know, probably less than ten years, Democrats will probably quit focusing on you know trying to get the black vote, and they'll focus more on getting the uh, the, the 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 brown vote. Um, it's just. This, this, this stuff is mind-boggling. And, and, and they keep doing it, and, and people keep falling for it. Um, if anybody ever goes out and says, we know what's best for you, they do not know what's best for you, and they have ill intentions. The government, they know what's best for us. The government has now has the moral high ground. They have the moral authority. Listen to, listen to big government. They know what's best for us. They don't, they don't know what's best for you. They don't care what's best for you. They don't. They just want you to abide. They want you to fall in line. They want you to do as they say because they want to keep control of the power. So, yes, folks, now math is racist. Uh, If you are white and you get the right answer, it is because white supremacy. If you are a person of color or a kid of color, I guess I should say, and you get the, uh, the wrong answer, you are actually right. And it is the white person's fault that you got the wrong answer because white supremacy. Insert white supremacy anytime something doesn't go white liberals way. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it's because white supremacy. Um, black people commit crimes because white supremacy, you know. Um, it, it, it never ends. It never ends. But uh, anyways, I'm going to jump off that, that soapbox here for a second. The next thing I want to talk about was uh, good old QAnon. So uh, I want to rewind about four years ago when Q was, I guess, starting to become a thing. And it, it, it popped up on 4chan, then jumped over to 8chan, then jumped over to 8kun at the end of Donald Trump's uh, presidency about the last years of his presidency. Um, so I followed QAnon loosely for about four years. I definitely have not a follower of QAnon. I think we've talked about it on the show enough to where you know that uh, I think QAnon is all bullshit. Um, and there's not ten going to be ten days of darkness. Donald Trump is, is, is not the president, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, 
Joe Biden is the president. Unfortunately, Joe Biden is the president. And if you follow us on social media, I've been pretty vocal about how I, I wish Donald Trump was still president, and I wish it was not Joe Biden. But that being said, um, I'm not no, I'm not a Biden supporter or voter. We are not like that on this show. Um, but the QAnon thing. So you know, about four years ago, QAnon came around. There's guys on the inside. Um, we're fighting the good fight. We're we're doing it so you guys don't have to worry about it. Cool. Like this sounds sounds awesome. Um, you know, and they would have these things on these me- on these message boards, these drops. They so called them. They were just posts. But they would do a drop, and uh, a drop could really mean a hundred different things. And you know, it, we're gonna we'll drop this now. We'll we'll, we'll have this post, and then. But it, it could happen anywhere from now until the next four or five years from now. So basically, you opened up the possibilities of any drop to mean really anything you wanted it to, and 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 it did that, and it did that, and it did that, and and and, and I get it. There's a lot of things. I was like, well, that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, when uh, General Flynn posted on his Twitter and he did the QAnon, um, oh, their uh, oath. The, the QAnon has their own oath, I guess. Um, but I was kind of like, oh shit, what's going on here? You know, um, I think he just got suckered into it, you know, along with Powell, along with Lynn Wood. Uh, I think a lot of people got sucked into this, this thing. And, uh, it's all, you know, well, I'll, I'll go to that. I'll go down that track in a minute about it being a deep state psyop. But so four years ago, these drops and all this stuff happened and, and, I guess in your original Q believers or original Q followers were, you know, were, were following back then. Well, at the end of, of uh, pre- uh, Trump's uh, presidency, Q went away as far as being on the message boards. And there was a guy named Ron Watkins. His screen name was Code Monkey Z. He, when he left 8kun and started and moved over to Twitter and started posting stuff. Q immediately quit uh, doing drops on those on those uh, forums, those message boards. And I cannot remember the name of the website for the life of me. Um, it's no longer a thing. There used to be a website. I think there's another one now out there. There's probably multiples, but there was the original one where it was basically a one-stop shop for all of the Q drops, and, and it was kind of categorized and organized, and, and some guy created it. So basically some guy made money off of whoever Q was. And, well, when he left and went to... When Ron Watkins left and went to Twitter, um, that website went, went away too. Um, and it wasn't Ron Watkins, it was another guy. Another guy came out and said, hey, it's me, I have this website, and I can't remember his name either and it doesn't really matter at this point because like I said I think there's multiple other ones now but Ron did some things on Twitter for a while got kicked off Twitter I think he moved over to Gab um, and I think they're probably the the OG Q followers probably follow Ron over on Gab I do not follow Ron on Gab because uh, it's all horse shit but along with the end of this this uh, Trump's presidency Q became super hot it became the thing. I had people talking to me. Hey, man, have you heard about this? The thing is, they didn't know it. Know it as Q. They, they, it, it was just the ten days of darkness, and you know, somebody puts a, a video on on the internet, and oh my gosh, it has to be real, right? And it's really coming from like Generation X, and maybe the end of the 
of some of the baby boomers that are super into this. And there's definitely some millennials and stuff that are in too. But the the, mo- the most people I see, I guess, for, for, for what I run into is it's mostly these Generation X and then the end of the baby boomer type people. So, you know, we're talking like 40 and 50 years old. And uh, it just blows my mind because it's like they just now discovered the Internet. And they just now discovered that anybody can make a video, but they don't realize that anybody can make a video yet. So they, uh, oh, now it's on Telegram and on Rumble and these these alternative uh, social media websites that, that don't censor, which I'm 100% for. But it's like they have this this alternative news outlet on this alternative social media. And they take something that that did have some truth to it about pre- Trump's president and stuff like that, but they put a spin on it, and they make things up about it, and it sounds good, and it's just a conspiracy video. Um, and I just don't know how people can't see the, see, the, see around it, but, you know, they've been betrayed by their their normal social media that they've known forever as Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and they also were betrayed by their mainstream media, and Trump did a very good job about pointing out what the mainstream media does as far as... Well, CNN just making up fake news stories and uh, a lot of other people spinning things and uh, making it biased so it fits their narrative. So so they lost faith in in all that. And, and, and I get it. I, you know, it's it's the mainstream media and, and mainstream social media. Very bad shit. Um, but so along came these opportunists and they swooped in with these QAnon uh, stuff and like the original QAnon. Remember, it's it's no longer a thing anymore. It's uh, it's not on the message board. So you have now you have all these alternative, you know, follow the cabal and and, and these people, these opportunists just took all this and they ran with it. And they've made these videos and I've had people, hey, you got to watch this video. This this guy, he knows what he's talking about. Okay, right now I'm recording a podcast. I know what I'm talking about. I could turn this podcast into a QAnon podcast. And I could get on Rumble and Telegram, and no one would know the wiser if you're one of these Generation X or one of these baby boomers. But if and if I was talking about it, people would believe me. Well, this guy knows what he's talking about because I know Q and on. Oh, sorry, I know Q. Who I got scolded for that. It's not Q and on. It's Q and there are anons. I, I realize that. It it's called Q and on though, <laughs> um, because I was following it four years ago before you was ever a thing. Before you ever you ever were red pilled, and th- and that's another thing too is. Well, I'm kind of stumbling over myself. Um, the, the these the, these Generation X and these baby boomers, it's like it's new to them. And you know, I'm very glad that uh, as part of Trump's presidency, people are starting to wake up and realize, you know, kind of how bad shit really is. Because I've always kind of considered myself a conspiracy enthusiast. There is a lot of conspiracy theories in the past. That have been proven to be true. The CIA has done a fuckload of dumb shit. I had uh, I had someone ask me if I knew what Operation Mockingbird was. Yes, I knew what Operation Mockingbird was when I was in high school. You know, I mean, maybe not quite high school, but around that time period. Uh, there's I know about so many conspiracy theories. Well, they're not even theories anymore. I know so many conspiracies actually that have that have been really true, and I I hope that this will morph into a go down the path of a healthy, healthy distrust of the government and a healthy, healthy distrust of the mainstream media. But these people got to get reeled back in to realize that Q is not a real thing. And there are people out there 
that think that Donald Trump is still the president. We are under martial law. Well, have you listened to Donald Trump's speeches? He said he'll be back. Yeah, Donald Trump, well, for one, Donald Trump's not a stupid guy. Very smart. He has a crowd. He has a huge cult-like following now. So he, of course, is going to play into that as much as he can. When he says, I'll be back, you know, this you haven't seen the last of me or whatever the hell he said in his last few speeches. Well, that could mean multiple things, like you. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of rumors about Trump creating his own, uh, his own uh, media company. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, rumors about Trump creating his own social media company. There's a lot of rumors about Trump running again in 2024. So he'll be back or he's not done with this. That could mean multiple things. Um, that doesn't mean he's still president, people. We're not under martial law. Well, but did you listen to his speeches? Did you listen to how he said this? You're pulling, you know, you're, you're pulling at straws here, folks. Um, <laughs> It's not true. Trump is not president. Biden is president. And and a minute ago, I said something about maybe Q being a deep state psyop. And this is this is why I, I think that Q is definitely a deep state psyop. And and really, this is kind of the Alex Jones argument. And uh, you know, Alex Jones has been right about a lot of shit. But uh, anyways, he uh, Alex Jones and myself, I and a bunch of people subscribe to this theory. You know, right now we have with you if you if you're a Q believer, there are there's people on the inside. And you don't have to worry about anything because someone is fighting for you. So you just sit back and relax and just trust the plan. Keep the faith. You know, just like a cult, just like a religion, but keep your faith. Don't I I know I know we said next week, but it's coming. Keep trusting the plan. And you have a lot of people that are trusting the plan. Okay. Well, when you're just sitting back and not doing anything, and then Biden passes, and his administration passes this gun control bill, and then they outlaw this, and then they do this, and then they give more money to this foreign country, and they, they tax you more, and they, you know, do this and this and this, and you know, but sit back and trust the plan. Instead of being active... And emailing your representatives or phone call, calling your representatives or, you know, emailing your senators and stuff like that and calling your senators or getting involved in local elections and stuff. You are sitting back and you are trusting the plan because Trump is still president. So the last I heard was March 4th or 5th. That's when everything's supposed to come to light and Trump's supposed to reveal to everybody that he's still the president. Um... That Joe Biden is a clone. Oh, this is another thing. I forgot to bring this up. Uh, Joe Biden's a clone. Uh, Kamala Harris, she's a clone. Uh, AOC, clone. Ilhan Omar, clone. Um, tons of these celebrities are clones. They have body doubles. Uh, so many people have been arrested. And uh, they've been sentenced to Gitmo. Uh, a lot of them have been executed. Uh, there's body doubles, like I said. Uh, it, it, the list goes on and on and on and on. And oh, Air Force One is is not the real Air Force One. It is just a plane that they painted to to match Air Force One. There is a there is another White House um, that you the one you see on TV is not the real White House, not the real Oval Office. Well, there is an, an a mock Oval Office, and it's for 
Hollywood to record m- movies in? Because, you know, they don't go to the real Oval Office to record movies. I mean, that's just, come on. <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, Q did a really good thing about bringing the Pizzagate thing into the Q thing. So, um, really, the Q people have done a great job about pulling at people's heartstrings because Pizzagate, you know, dealing with the child pedophilia, Jeffrey Epstein, Adrenochrome, uh, Frazzle Drip, and all that stuff. And they've pulled at those heartstrings, which makes me go back and think again, maybe deep deep state psyop. Now, don't get me wrong, Jeffrey Epstein... I uh, wholeheartedly believe that fucking guy was a nasty creep. There was a lot of weird shit going on. The adrenochrome thing and the frazzle drip thing. I don't know. I've, I know all about him. I don't know if I know if that's if I think that's real or if I think that's fake. Because I've read the emails on WikiLeaks. By the way, read the emails a long time ago. It's not something new. Um, so, anyways, not to not to go down that 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 path, but. Um, I guess if there's anybody out here listening to this, just quit trusting the plan. Get involved. Uh, Stop just thinking, you know, that there's guys on the inside fighting. Because when March 4th or 5th comes along and Trump still hasn't announced that he's president, what's going to happen then? Well, it'll be next month. It'll be next week. Uh, Just keep trusting the plan. We got guys on the inside. Um, They're they're doing it for you. When's when's enough going to be enough? Because four years ago... It was, next week, this is going to happen. And Powell and Wood, they, they were some of the worst about it. We've got, we've got video, we've got evidence, we've got this, we've got that. You just wait. Just wait, we'll release it next week. Why fucking waiting? Why wait till next week? Stop it. Release it now. It's always next week. And then, then guess what? It just kind of fizzles out and people quit thinking about it. But people still, well, they said this. That doesn't mean a damn thing. Uh, anyways, folks, so, uh, that's that. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, like I said, go over, please subscribe, uh, you know, review, tell us about, tell the podcast about your friends and stuff like that. Um, uh, reach out to us on social media, uh, Instagram, I'm pretty active on it's at, uh, at up the Creek pod and, uh, Twitter is up the, at up the Creek 11. Uh, those are really the only social medias we use. Parlor's finally back up, and I haven't really done much with it. And I think that's at Up the Creek Pod as well. I'd, uh, I'll probably get more involved later on again uh, if I know Parlor's going to stick around. Um, I think that's about it. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this, like I said, this mini episode. Um, anyways, have a good day. Bye bye.